0: Welcome to the Xenothesis Podcast. In this episode, episode 59, we're covering chapters 3 and 4 from part 2 exile of book 3, Imago of the Xenogenesis Trilogy by Octavia E. Butler. My name is Richard Acton, and I'm joined, as always, in this uh, rainforest by my
1: co-host. Michael Glinka. Hi, everyone. Uh, It's getting more and more interesting. Well, I I keep saying that, but um, (laughs) it's... uh, I find it funny on how uh, well, the, well. We'll get to it in a second, but like I honestly mm-hmm. find funny how Jodis's body keeps like adjusting, uh, you know, adapting to the environment, and you know, <laughs> great big lizard man <laughs> has emerged, and it's just it's just it's, really, it's just hilarious that you know, like all the stories of chupacabras will be spread by humans. Like the Kali probably brought something in or something. <laughs>
0: yeah yeah there's a, a lot of um a lot of uh plasticity shall we say <laughs> in, yeah uh, honestly journalism. yeah <laughs> and an interesting bit of a twist in in chapter four as well
1: yeah yeah a big <laughs> twist i think that uh, that i didn't expect honestly i didn't mm. expect that coming um but yeah it surprised
0: me on the first read through too i wasn't really anticipating that <laughs> no. good misdirect
1: yes absolutely <laughs> But yeah, maybe um, let's get to the chapter 3 prediction or... Yeah, yeah. Let's, yeah. Uh, let's so, on. well, I mean, we already determined that the humans that were left would show more hatred towards Don not in their human families. But um, I just exp- I was expecting more um, Joao to be repulsed by Jodas and obviously mm-hmm. he would choose heir, Um, But uh, obviously because of her being potential female, uh, hmm. and obviously the man would be more interested in that like, and like I feel like I spell some jealousy between Jodas uh, and Aero over the, the man but I wasn't certain if anything would hmm. like build up from it from that mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah so the, the uh, Uloi at this stage do seem to be quite mm, possessive <laughs> yes that's a, that's a correct <laughs> word we've, yeah, uh, possessive as we said before uh, or as um, what was it uh I think like Nikan, to, I Nikanj just, said it right.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, yes, Nikanj said it that you mm. know that the possessive young possessive oloy.
0: Mm. It was uh, like prickly and possessive which was <laughs> 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 yeah, so, uh, good combination of words.
1: But yeah. Um
0: yes, yeah, so do, do we do we really get like jealousy per se between the two? No, of them? Uh,
1: it doesn't no. really happen between them. It's just um it's obvious that the chooses A or um but mm-hmm. like it's more of a you know obvious that the fact that the physical contact is more important
0: yeah it does seem to um warm up to Jodas once uh <laughs> its shape changes a little bit
1: yeah so i guess okay, let's get to it because uh mm-hmm. that's basically the, the what the chapter starts with so you know as as we started in chapter three, starts with like Joao. Basically, you know, Octavia Butler was saying, as predicted, Joao chooses Aeor. Like it seems that the moment he realized that it, that air didn't mind physical touch, and funny for me, the people around it neither. Uh, he would grope <laughs> her every night. I'm like, okay, cool. Um, Fam, you know, <laughs> great fun family. Uh, uh, nights, you know, like you know, there's uh, some random man whose leg is growing. And, you know, it's basically molesting our daughter. And we're like, yeah, chill, cool, that's fine. It's all good. Uh, well, I mean,
0: uh, you know, is fine with it, right? Now.
1: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> consent, is you know, it takes you wherever you want. But, I mean, like, consent, do, does everybody consent to that? Like, you know, but hey.
0: Yeah, so the, oh, the, uh, um, and Kali in general seem to have a very, um, I don't know, open sexual culture, shall we say.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah let's yeah let's put it that way uh but yeah but he also accepted jodas or rather endured it right during the day he would pretend that jodas doesn't exist but at night he would allow jodas to connect with him and you know it took 21 days for Joao's legs to grow and in the meantime jodas changed as you said it looks to further please joao it would grow breasts develop more female appearance um it didn't control it. Jodas body responded basically to jo- Joao's body. It took additional, you know, it would um, just basically respond to uh, stimuli and whatever mm. else the body was like, you know, uh, saying it's more attracted to. And it took additional few days for Joao to regain his strength, but Jodas had to make sure that everything was okay. The leg looked soft and tender, so it made sandals for him to ensure no damage would t- uh, take place to the foot. Mm.
0: Yeah, it seems like the um sort of much more uh like shape-shifting almost abilities that uh jordas has uh lets it be a bit more um a bit more appealing visually to the humans right because the the way that the U- uloi were trying to do this before always ended up being kind of like pheromones and mind yes. manipulation stuff yeah. right whereas this is a bit more a Visual, right? The, yes, and the, the couch couldn't really pull it off.
1: More, more. Uh, well, I mean, visu- vision is probably one of the most important uh sense that we. First of all, you know, I get attracted. You know, the attraction uses right. So, mm-hmm. I'm but not surprised is. that you know, <clears throat> humans initially were like a bit repulsed by the whole idea of Kali but now you yeah, have it's... something that can literally mold itself into a. Anything you wish.
0: Vision's mm. uh, vision's kind of our like dominant sensory paradigm, right? We our uh,
1: yeah
0: ability to to smell and and all the rest of it is not not quite as uh, significant a contributor. Uh, yeah, um, to inputs for uh, like just you know uh, by comparison with say dogs and smell or. Mm. Uh, many other organisms, just like you know, the amount of nerve endings that come into our brain from eyes is, <laughs> more, yeah, absolutely. more than most other things. Absolutely, maybe tactile stuff as well to some degree, but yeah, mostly.
1: It's just it's interesting that the fact division. that like you know you may be like oh this is what attracts me now and then like you start feeling like oh maybe something else is like and then like now I'm into big breast women now I'm into like you know more of other the opposite way. It's just like yep, no boring chap. I've got it covered. <laughs> uh, oh dear. But yeah, after 24 days, Jodas said that it's time for the man to go. It surprised Joda because the man um, became more dependable on Jodas than he would like to admit. And. Uh, As I I said before, the man would ignore Jodas during the day, but at night was a different thing. He was finding it hard to manufacture the hatred towards uh, Jodas.
0: Yeah, Um, as usual, we have some interesting way of manifesting that kind of internal contradiction. (laughs) uh, Still very much intellectually not wanting to be uh, engaged with the Oankali and particularly the Uloi, but they usually, you know, they, they worm away in.
1: Exactly. So Joao would tell everyone, except for Joseph, directly about himself, that he came from Sao Paulo, he was student to become a doctor, and when the war started, everyone thought that the northern hemisphere people lost their mind, and that the, world, uh, the war would pass uh, the south, you know, but that when the sickness and hunger and blindness came, everyone realized that the war, the war would affect everyone. The humans named their village after Sao Paulo in the memory of their home. Joao once traveled back to the place where the city was supposed to be, but nothing except for occasional overgrown building was there. And that was simply because the shuttles would eat everything and then the, the jungle would overgrow the rest. So,
0: Yeah, so I imagine that would have been a, a mix of things, right? Probably got uh, maybe a few stray nukes in the uh, conflagration that uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. was the war. But uh, yeah, it's, it's interesting that the... I mean, the sickness, hunger, and blindness. I can see the sickness and the hunger. I'm not quite sure where the blindness comes from.
1: I mean, to be fair, context. it's probably like, as you said, if some nukes were thrown in some areas around, you probably would, uh, like, people not realizing looking at the flash.
0: Yeah, yeah, you, you would get flash blindness for for some people who are in the area, yeah. Um, but like, but
1: it, I don't know, could be that the radiation was so high that affected the vision. I don't know. I mean, at that point, if you if you see something and it causes yeah. blindness, you probably would die immediately from cancer. Immediately, so, that's, uh,
0: if if the radiation is <laughs> bad enough to like give you cataracts, then like that's
1: that's, that's bad enough to stuff. like basically yeah, you're probably <laughs> yeah. basically you know about about to die anyway.
0: Yeah, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I can see that. Uh, I, I, yeah, it's the, the sort of. It seemed to be implied that it was like coming later. But yeah, I can see, you know, just maybe people with some flash blinders showed up later, mm-hmm. which makes more sense. Yeah.
1: yeah. On the last night, Joao kept repeating tomorrow as if trying to convince himself that he will leave. Just said to him that if he were younger, it would be different. It, <laughs> Its underarms didn't itch, they hurt. <laughs> <laughs> the man didn't change his view about Uloj, um, when asked, but his feeling towards jealous did. Jodas told him that before he leaves, he needs to permit Nikanj to check his body to ensure that Jodas didn't make any mistakes. Even though jo- Joao refused, eventually Jodas persuaded him.
0: Mm. Yeah, it's an interesting kind of um, like inversion of the sort of prejudice here, right? Because you've got the the humans are almost always the ones that are uh, in some way you know, prejudiced or hostile towards the Oankali. Mm. But at the same time, it's the Oankali who are the ones who kind of have all the the power right and they often seem to be like mistreating the humans in one form or another but it's not really through any kind of hostile intent it's just they don't quite get human psychology but at the same time they're still trying to assimilate them into Oankali culture and biology so it's it's still while they're saying that they
1: like they like the culture and they want to learn about the culture and yet the whole culture was basically destroyed and you can't Go back to it, right? So yeah,
0: they just—they don't seem to understand the degree to which human culture is separable from human biology, and and then you've got which we you know we've touched on that kind of paradigm yeah. before, but yeah, it. I mean, we have this kind of moment where you know Zhao is beginning to overcome his prejudice against the Ongkali and particularly the Uloi by sort of getting to know them individually, but it still feels like a manipulation in some yeah. way because of this whole dynamic right so it's yeah, a, absolutely. A, it's odd because it's like a a, a a classic um you know you get to know someone in the group against whom you're prejudiced and you overcome your prejudice but this, it still feels like weirdly scummy from the öncali <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah which you know I, 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 I always love that about these books and that uh, everything is like morally weird <laughs> yeah
1: absolutely no absolutely but yeah the next morning, he went to, uh, to be checked and he kind of found no problems. It also wished that the man stayed with Jodas so that he didn't become a frog anymore. <laughs> 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 As the final conversation took place, Jodas was cr- trying to convince Joa that he could have family with non-Kali and older ones, or go to Mars, where he can meet someone that looks like Jodas to have human children. Joa really liked Jodas because the Ulu could become anything Joa wanted, but Jodas said it wouldn't be possible for them to be together. Chapter finished with Jodas saying that to Jodas that they all have been between Onkali before, and no Onkali made him doubt himself as much as jo does this as you said, Richard. He didn't know what he actually wanted from Jodas. It was unusual, but he didn't want to leave, but he left nonetheless. That's where the chapter ends.
0: Yeah, yeah, so we get some, uh, uh, yeah. like I said, this this, this growth from, from Joao and in, in his prejudice, but yeah, still feels weird.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's hard to break mm. your um, old habits and... Mm. Mm especially when you get so many conflicting thoughts and ideas thrown at you, sometimes it can be overwhelming. I can see that happening for the man as well. Uh, The saying that, like, I don't want to leave and yet leaving the next day because he knows that things probably didn't change. It's just his perception of the other person just changed, not the the whole group.
0: Yeah, and there's uh, not really the opportunity to sort of um, deepen the relationship in any sense with Jordas because they... they, uh, Joao's um, too old to to be a, a long term partner for Jordas without Jordas ending up uh, living a lot less.
1: <laughs> yeah. Is, yeah, 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 um, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So I guess let's go to chapter four predictions. Mm-hmm. So this is where I wasn't sure where the story would go because obviously this whole storyline with Joao is finished. Um, but obviously since he leaves things are not the same, and I thought maybe because, you know, the inclination that um, Jodas is, you know, like his underarm pits are not itching, they're hurting that maybe he's is starting to actually exhibit first symptoms of um, secondary metamorphosis like, you know, mm-hmm. that even though there's he still hasn't found any uh, potential mates, maybe it's mm-hmm. He, it will start, you know. It's t- the first steps of becoming adult. Alloy are starting like that. That's that's what I thought might be happening next.
0: mm mm-hmm. Yeah, we get kind of a a misdirect there, right? You think it might be happening to to Jodas, but then surprise, it's uh, it's Aeor. It's, it's Aeor. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's it's not Jod- mm-hmm. Jodas that's uh, going with metamorphosis. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so yeah, let's get to chapter four summary. I guess. Yeah. So exactly as I said, Richard said, two days after Joao had gone, Ayer started her uh, metamorphosis. But funny thing is, not as a female, but into an Uloy. Yeah, oh, big surprise. Yeah, that was a big thing. Like I didn't expect it. Um, I didn't expect this to take place. Uh, nothing in the book before has um give given any clues to uh to to you know Ayer going becoming an Uloi. Maybe. Spending so much time with Jodas caused uh, the 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 star, the metamorphosis to change the direction.
0: Mm. I mean that would be perhaps uh, consistent with the uh, some of the stuff we've heard previously about uh, the impact of the sex of the siblings on the other siblings in, in yeah. biology, biology. But yeah, uh, yeah, I think it, it was pretty out of the blue. I mean, there might have been a couple of very subtle hints in there, but I can't put my finger on anything.
1: <laughs> no, I think it's so. They mentioned like obviously that the the child has to sp- uh, spend as much time with their same sex, uh, parent as much as possible, mm. right? So you would think that the uh, would spend more time with Agjas but throughout mm. the book we though, we're not only we're not told much if they spend time together. We're mostly told shown the perspective of Jodas and Ao mm. or Jodas Ao and Nikanj and I think that must might have you know led yeah,
0: to this yeah. I was been spending a lot of time with uh this the a mature reloi and an immature rely right? yeah so i suppose that's going to be uh impacting on the uh, on the sex development the, their development its development i suppose now yeah. <laughs> yeah the um and i think perhaps the because this happened to um, Jodas. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone was focused on Jordas right? Yeah. So they weren't giving as much thought to know, what impact will all of that have on Aiol's, yeah, uh, especially
1: if they're paired siblings. So yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Which again was an unusual thing for an Uloi, anyway. So you know, they were like maybe paired male-female siblings, we thought, but then nope, uh, both Uloys.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> mm. So the group realized that they can't continue their journey, so they split. Jodas and Nikanj would stay with Aero while the rest would go try to find a place to build a more permanent house somewhere higher up to prevent any floods and let Aero metamorphosize in peace. As Jodas and Nikanj watch over Aero, Nikanj pointed out that Jodas is losing hair and its body starting to change. Jodas didn't realize that its body was changing, which resulted in Nikanj scolding him. It, sorry. Mm. Um, Jodas was worried if Aero would be, would it be like it and Nikanj was afraid it might and the result means that they both need to go to the ship they needed mates because the only time Jodas is really focused and controls its control flawless is when it has potential mate, even if they're too old otherwise it does things beyond its control even though Jodas said it, no it didn't do it consciously Nikanj knew that the body responded to the signals from Joao's body his look reaction touch scent all of those things guide the Jodas to change. Nikanj thought that if they had constructed Uloy before, they wouldn't have that many resistance because of the malleability of the body matching their preferences. Which is true mm-hmm
0: that's interesting yes yeah. <laughs> it, it, uh, it feels like another sort of weird thing that kind of parallel parallels um, like human teenage psychology to some degree right it's yeah like, uh, there's a an object to focus and therefore there's like some direction but <laughs> you know in, in the absence of that then you know chaos
1: <laughs> basically no absolutely like if you throw some, yeah that's a very good um i would say a, a hint towards like the, the teenage adolescence Right? And <laughs> the beauty of it. But yeah, Jodas was surprised when Nikan mentioned they would have to go to teach the Onkali about it. Meaning that the whole family would go on the ship with Jodas and Eir and stay until they find suitable partners. But the number of humans available for forming partnership was dropping significantly. There had been not enough for good trade for a while. That left the Toacht Onkali, those who wanted to trade and leave with the ship, too few hum- human uh, mates. So the Onkali started breeding more humans, as well as accepting the vile ones from Earth. Still not enough. That the word "breeding" is a bit um...
0: yeah. yeah. So what exactly does that entail? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hmm. well, I suppose they they have that whole um, you know, making um, like print copies of people thing um, from genetic material they have on file, as it were.
1: I mean, um, to be uh, fair, yes, but at the same time, can you imagine like you make a print copy, and then another person takes another print copy, and then like suddenly those print copies meet at some point. Yeah. Uh, can, be, how yeah. how mind blowing would that be?
0: Especially for like different ages, right? Yeah. Because uh, we have the you know the identical twin thing, but we we don't yet have the um like identical, identical twins twin, for different in age, age. <laughs> right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> No, but honestly, I guess they would have to use those humans that are under the permanent comma. All the mm-hmm. uh, What's the word? Not comma, but... Uh,
0: um, suspended animation. I don't know. <laughs> like, no, I'm <laughs> just... Uh, they're
1: yeah. the, the, like stasis. Oh, that's the word I was looking for. Ah, uh, yes, that's yeah, other stasis. They yeah, use the word the, stasis, so the permanent it? stasis. Mm-hmm. So I guess they could basically grow a child, you know, use their cells and basically make a copy of those humans because knowing well that those those humans will never be awakened mm-hmm. um but in the same time the you know <laughs> the humans that went to mars are gonna have more humans like you know, mm-hmm. it just feels to me that maybe the young might be like uh, uh, uh is anybody willing to join us no
0: yeah that's a uh...
1: secondary trade maybe
0: mm. Definitely, a uh, I I mean, I, I, I would be uh, totally unsurprised if the the human colony on Mars definitely had an uh, open invitation to rejoin the Oankali. Right? <laughs> yes,
1: I had the feeling that they would definitely there would be an open invitation back in
0: there. Uh... Mm. Uh, so you probably get a few uh, rebels from the uh, the human colony on Mars who decide they. Oh yeah. The, uh, oh yeah.
1: I but I don't, don't think feel there'll like be that many. Along. No. 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 But yes, Jodas couldn't accept this whole idea of them going to the ship. Nikanj asked it to lie down with, uh, with it for further discussion. There is life out there for Jodas, but the only way to properly start was on the ship, Nikanj believed. It knew that the humans that were left in the Resistive Village were more likely to kill Jodas than form any meaningful partnership with it. Um, Jodas broke away from Nikanj and left. Not far, because Nikanj needed the help protecting Aeor. But when the rest of the family came to collect Aeor into the new place to rest, Jada started to wander like Lilith did, further and further with each time. It would bring new cells for Nikanja every so often, because it brought pleasure. Uh, it not, you know, pleasure for uh, it brought pleasure to the uh, um, mm. Uloi. Sort of a.
0: Like uh, uh, re- regressing to an, an enjoyed childhood activity yes. as a means of coping with stress.
1: <laughs> yes, but the journey would become more and more prolonged with each time. Its body also started to change a lot, and this is where we were mentioning earlier in the very start of the episode. Becoming more green, scaling, strange. Uh, hmm. It would feed on raw food. It wouldn't cook anything. Humans would run away after seeing it, or sometimes shoot <laughs> at it. But you know, still, it's like basically yeah. a giant lizard. Running around, Chupacabra. (laughs) Uh,
0: Yeah, sort of a, I don't know, maybe more like a scaled-down Godzilla time deal. (laughs) Basically,
1: yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Yeah. Uh, that that would be um, <laughs> disturbing to come across in the rainforest.
1: <laughs> exactly, especially <laughs> after the war, in you know, all those like uh, you know, like the radioactivity was actually true. You know, like the, the mutations causing the weird monsters cap- monsters to appear type of thing. <laughs> mm. But yeah, when Jodas would be back, it would join the pairs who were guarding Air at the time with onion Hoz, or Iodale and uh, Edic. They were still children, neutral-centered, so Jodas enjoyed their touch. Also, because they were pairs, Jodas' body would return to normal. If it was a single sibling, it was more likely the Jodas would unconsciously change their bodies to mimic its own. That confused Jodas' siblings. They shouldn't be able to do it, you know, affect it, because they were still uh, adolescent. It was more likely the Jodas was allowing the change to take place. It wanted that influence, even though they were too young. And here's an excerpt from the book. I can change myself, I told them. But it's an effort, and it doesn't last. It's easier to do as water does, allow myself to be contained and take the shape of my containers. I don't understand, Iodel said. You help me do what I want to do. What do humans do? Shape me according to their memories and fantasies. But they both spoke at once. Then, by mutual consent, Iodell spoke. Then you're either out of control or contained by us, or forced into a false human shape. Not forced. What can you, what can you, when can you be yourself? I thought about that. I understand it because I remembered being their age and having a strong awareness of the way my face and body looked. And that of that look being me, it never had been really. The change Mm. didn't bother Jadis anymore. And Jadis wished it didn't bother people. It never deformed plants and animals in the way people said it might. But Yiddick pointed out rightly so that it did change people in law. The kids were bothered by its presence because they felt the distress in Jodas. Jodas didn't want to go to the ship. Its place was here on earth, not on the ship. It wanted wildness, newness. It didn't like the idea of the sterility that ship provided.
0: Mm. Yeah, so it's got kind of a very um physical manifestation of a bit of an identity crisis. Really. Yes, <laughs> like
1: very big identity crisis, you know, you know, facing the man. Um but yeah, it's 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 quite interesting that the fact that the, one it confuses the kids. Because mm. you know, obviously, they are not—they um, haven't had their sex determined—and basically, mm. the only way that Jodas goes back to its normal shape or the original shape pre uloy metamorphosis is because probably from the memory of those kids. But as the um, mm. as the book says, you know, like if it was just one kid, it probably would have more scaly things running around. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, it needs some kind of a um, external conception of what it should look like that it can conform to. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, it doesn't have a clear image of what it wants to be. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Mm. But yeah, the chapter ends with Jodas observing the siblings, how united they were, synchronized. I just said that they would certainly become mates if they developed as male and female, and they didn't want Jodas in between them. At the same time, they did want Jodas because they were helping it and it made them feel good. And Jodas liked the fact that it could give them some level of uh, pleasure. Not as much as the on Kali, but it started to learn how to do it. But the thought of going to Chkachadak and kept, being kept there like in a cage drove it to travel again. And that's where the chapter ends.
0: Mm. Yeah, so they've got a bit of a decision to make. Uh, Jodas doesn't want to go up to the ship. But there are no real uh, like, available uh, mates of a suitable age that are human down here. Uh, yeah I mean everybody earth, just so. wants
1: to shoot you on sight mm. and basically so and anything that's any humans like are on the ship or on Mars so
0: yep or any of the, the young ones anyway right because everyone on earth has been sterile for the last like almost hundred years. Exactly
1: so the question is now <laughs> yeah. like I mean we had this conversation but it's going to be the point where the five part families are going to stop and um mm. eventually the construct families will have to have go back in a way to the um you know, construct allo in construct male and female.
0: Mm. Yeah, move back to the uh, the three parent arrangement. Yeah,
1: exactly <laughs> exactly, which is uh, quite a uh, it, it must be disturbing right because you start with it onkali three pair of parents and then then you have the um five part family. And then back to three, right? Uh, because there's not literally not enough humans to the tr- to create the trade.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, I suppose once you've had a couple of generations of the um, five-person families, then you know you have enough mixing that the the human genetics is uh, present in many of the subsequent generations. Yeah. And because there's no predetermined mix per se, mm-hmm. the Uloi can still you know engineer that in. But uh, true, it seems like that. You know, um, culturally and socially almost they're they're not they're not satisfied with with just um having some of the genetics present right they want they want some diversity and they want to actually you know go through this this phase of assimilating a new uh a new uh, trade species exactly so uh, yeah need more humans
1: yeah exactly mm-hmm. so yeah um should we go to the chapter five prediction sure so as Ares metamorphosis continues, um, Jodas is traveling more and more out, and I feel like it's going to hap- What's going to happen is like, oh, some humans notice Jodas, you know, in his grotesque form. Um, but maybe the mm-hmm. maybe the case also that Jodas will find some humans that like he. I don't know. He's so desperate to um to create. To, to form a family unit that maybe he it might start you know going crazy after some humans i don't know metamorphosizing is like you know as uh, you're changing its form as as it like chases after those humans i have no idea but it just feels to me that <laughs> something is going to happen something bad because of joda's um mm-hmm. like like the, those need that need to to to, to 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 form that family unit
0: okay mm-hmm. um any speculations about um, how Aeor is going to cope once? Uh, I that's a, a good question. I don't know. A, yeah.
1: it's, it's, it's it's I mean, it depends. If Joda is going to be there when Aeor wakes up, and mm-hmm. it they can share, maybe it can share its experience with Aeor mm-hmm. and help it, um, you know, adjust what he was experienced as a first Oloy construct. Um, mm-hmm. But if it's not there, it will be quite difficult too for Ayra as well. I mean it definitely Ayra is going to experience the same thing as Jodas did like not being able to control it properly and type of thing.
0: Mm-hmm. okay yeah so uh, maybe able to benefit a little bit from, from Jodas's experience. Yeah, but uh, yeah if Jodas it's is there, if it's the... not like if, if yeah.
1: pretending to be a lizard or in, in a river. <laughs>
0: Off in the jungle somewhere, yeah, yeah scaring some poor, hapless uh, <laughs> human trying to grow some stuff,
1: exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Basically, but yeah, I think that's that's okay. it for today, right? Uh, I
0: think so, yeah, a little bit of a shorter episode, but
1: uh, but yeah, uh, no, interesting yeah. nonetheless, a bit of a, yeah, uh, interesting twist thrown in at us, it was good,
0: yeah, yeah, uh, I, I, yeah. As I said before, I think I, I, I didn't really see that one coming, <laughs> no, honestly, <laughs> when I can't you tell. This.
1: Impossible to tell. But yeah, thank you very much, everyone, for listening. We're a Xenothesis. You can find all the places we upload our podcast on xenothesis.com. I was Michael Glinko.
0: And I was Richard Acton. Goodbye. Goodbye.